Good evening, this is Pamela, and you're listening to Watchmen on the Pod. We're going to continue in my book reading um, of the cross. It doesn't have a name, but that's okay. We are in chapter 15. Is it 15 now? Or is it 16? Lord have mercy, which one is it? Because I had to add chapters. No, it's chapter 16. And this is... Uh, the first part is um, a continuation of 15, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it right on in and uh, just continue, I guess, into chapter 17. See, it's getting all mixed up because I didn't have this many chapters before until God began to open more things up on the 29th, I believe it was. Okay, so here we go. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 and I will put enmity between thee which is Satan and the woman and between thy seed and her seed and it shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel which is Jesus the cross bruised Jesus heel but in Jesus death he bruised Satan's head that's a fatal wound his power and his authority over death and the grave which by the way a head wound like I just said is fatal a heel wound is not just temporary Satan thought he had the victory by placing it in man's heart to crucify him but Satan realized while Jesus was on the cross that his victory was actually his defeat because he had nothing in him and therefore death could not touch him Jesus had to summon death remember and give up his spirit the word even tells us that if they had known they would not have crucified the Lord of glory but they did not know until it was too late Satan is smart yes but he is not all-knowing only God is first Corinthians chapter 2 7 through 8 but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory which none of the princes of this world knew for had they known it they would not have crucified the Lord of glory now who are the princes of this world Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 says for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places John chapter 12 31 says now is the judgment of this world now shall the prince of this world be cast out John chapter 14 verse 30 hereafter I will not talk much with you for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me John chapter 16 verse 11 of judgment because the prince of this world is judged Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 wherein time past ye walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience just as the enemy of Samson in Judges chapter 16 23 through 30 made Marion rejoice that their God Dagon had delivered Samson into their hands the demons rejoiced seeing Christ on the cross thinking they had victory but as with Samson when his enemies hearts were merry and they had made sport of him Samson took the two pillars in which the house stood and brought it down destroying his enemies in his death 
Jesus, while on the cross, embraced the pillar of sin and the pillar of death, and with all of his power brought them down in his death, and Satan's empire fell. Colossians chapter 2, verse 15. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Psalm chapter 1, I'm not chapter 1, but chapter 107, verse 16. For he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in asunder. I do not know where these princes come from, but I do know they are not the angels that sinned, nor the offspring of the angels and humans. I know they are referred to as demons, devils, evil spirits, and can possess people. Other than that, I have no answer to where they came from. The Holy Scriptures are silent concerning their origin. So when the Bible is silent, I must be silent as well. Hosea thirteen fourteen says, I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be thy plagues. O grave, I will be thy destruction. Repentance shall be hid from mine eyes. Isaiah chapter 49, 24 says, Shall the prey be taken from the mighty or the lawful captive delivered? Isaiah fifty three twelve. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. First Corinthians chapter fifteen verses fifty four through fifty seven. So when this corruptible shall put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, which is hell, where is thy victory? But, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. First John chapter three verse eight He that cometh sin he that committeth sin is of the devil for the for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Revelation chapter one verse eighteen I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of hell and of death. Thank you, Jesus. Now, he says, I am he that liveth and was dead. Let's talk about the resurrection. Matthew 28, 1 through 8. In the end of the Sabbath, it should read Sabbaths, plural. As it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead, and behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him, lo, I have told you. <laughs> Praise God. In the Greek manuscripts, verses 9 through 10 are a new paragraph which denotes either a passage of time or a change of venue or both. What does that mean? That means that... In um, 
I'll write down here, I'm sorry, that uh, there is a passage of time, change of venue, or something. Because in verses 9 through 10, it says, And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail. And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there they shall see me. Praise God. Now, John chapter 20, 1 through 8. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark unto the sepulchre, and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, whom Jesus loved, and saith unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they have laid him. Peter therefore went forth, and that other disciple, and came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter, and came first to the sepulchre. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying, yet went he not in. Then cometh Simon Peter, following him, and went into the sepulchre, and seeth the linen clothes lie, and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went also that other disciple, then went in also that other disciple, which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed. For as yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. But Mary stood without the sepulchre weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre, and see of two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She saith unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have lain him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back, and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus saith unto her, Mary. She turned herself and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren, and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, and your Father, and to my God, and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had spoken these things unto her. Mark chapter 1 through 18. Chapter, I'm sorry, chapter 16, 1 through 8. And when the Sabbath was past, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James Jesus' mother, and Salome, John, and James's mother, the wife of Zebedee, had bought spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulchre at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll away 
roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulchre. And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, as it was very great. And entering into the sepulchre, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white robe. And they were affrighted. And he saith unto them, Be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they lay him. But go your way, tell his disciples and Peter, that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him, as he said unto you. And they went quickly and fled from the sepulchre, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. Mark chapter 16, 9-13 now, when Jesus was risen early, the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And she went and told them that had been with him, as they mourned and wept. And they, when they had heard that he was alive, and had been seen of her, believed not. After that he appeared to another form unto two of them, as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it unto the residue, neither believed they them. Luke chapter 24, 1 through 12. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre, and they entered in, and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid, and bowed their face down, bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words, and returned from the sepulcher, and told all these things unto the eleven, and to all the rest. <clears throat> it was Mary Magdalene, and Joanna, and Mary the mother of James, and the other women that were with them, which told these things unto the disciples, uh, unto the apostles. And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. Then arose Peter, and ran unto the sepulchre, and stooping down, he beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves, and departed, wondering himself at that which was come to pass. At first glance, these accounts of the resurrection and the visits to the tomb seem, do not seem, I should say, to line up with one another. It is disheartening, trust me. <laughs> when I say the enemy will begin to try, it plays doubt in you at this very vital point of the cross. He did it to me. Boy, do I remember that. For a few years, I would go back and try and figure it out and couldn't. Then I wouldn't let it rest. Then I would let it rest a while. <laughs> For, for the past few weeks, I have cried, prayed, searched, done everything I knew to do to get these accounts to harmonize, but I could not. But if you read what I wrote carefully, you'll notice I said I tried everything I knew to do. See there? That is when we enter into confusion. 
when we try to do things without the Holy Spirit. Well, I failed miserably, even was to the point of not finishing this. Ah, excuse me. That is how frustrated and confused I had become. I allowed the enemy to get me to the point where I was going to give up because it made no sense. Finally, and asking the Lord to give me, for, to forgive me for trying to do this in my strength, he led me to the answers through a Baptist website. Thank God. What is so surprising is I searched the internet for hours upon hours and day after day for this very thing. Instead of finding it, though, I walked away more confused and heartbroken on things I read. It was not until I asked the Lord to lead me and forgive me when I found a whole slew of websites containing this information. God is merciful and so long-suffering. He allowed me to get off track in order to show me I can do nothing without Him. I would like to get, begin by saying the angel of the Lord did not remove the stone so Jesus could come out. The angel of the Lord removed the stone so we could go in and see that he had already risen. As I stated before, Jesus was resurrected exactly three days and three nights, rising on the third day. It was nearing the end of the third day of unleavened bread at sundown and the beginning of of first fruits when the sheaf was to be removed from the field when the ladies came to the tomb the sun was rising and by jewish reckoning of time it was already 12 hours into the fourth day when they arrived jesus had risen past tense had the stone was all rolled away so they could see the empty tomb the guards feared and became as dead men the guards then fled to the city. Matthew chapter 28, verses 2 through 4 and verse 11. Remember the earthquake that happened the moment Jesus gave up the ghost? Matthew 27, 51 through 53. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city and, and appeared unto many. The first earthquake opened the graves as Jesus released his spirit. The second earthquake happened at the moment Jesus rose, and the saints came out of the graves and went into the holy city. The earthquake did not roll a stone away. An angel did. Here is the harmony of the resurrection found in all four gospel accounts. While it was still dark but nearing morning, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome approached the tomb, intending to finish the burial process with the spices. But to their amazement, they find the stone rolled away. You can find that in Matthew 28, 1-4 and Mark chapter 16, 1-4. Feast of first fruits is the fourth day of unleavened bread. Mary immediately runs to Peter and John without looking inside the tomb, John 20, 1 through 2. Mary, the mother of James and Salome, see an angel who looked like a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment. He informs them that Jesus has already risen and tells the women to go and tell the disciples that Jesus will meet them in Galilee. 
Matthew 28, 5-7, Mark 16, 5-7. As I stated earlier within the verses of Matthew, there is a break in the Greek here. Start here starts a new paragraph, which denotes a passage of time, meaning some time had passed from this verse of Scripture to the next verses. This lines up with Scripture and by no means adds or takes away, but brings it all together. These two women return to the city, but at first do not report the news of the angelic visions and the message because of fear. Matthew 28, 8 and Mark 16, 8. Certain women from Galilee, along with Joanna, which may have been the same women that ministered their substance unto Jesus, cross-references Luke 8, 3, go to the tomb also, planning on finishing the burial process. They meet two angels, and then return to report the resurrection to the eleven and to all the rest. Luke 24, 1-9. Mary Magdalene is not told to tell them that... Wait a minute. Mary Magdalene is not told to tell them that they are to go to Galilee, but these women and the other Mary in Siloam are told this. After Mary Magdalene tells Peter and John, they run to the tomb. They do not see the other Mary in Siloam there. They see the grave clothes. John believed, John 28, but Peter did not. They returned home, John 20, 3-10. Mary Magdalene follows Peter and John to the tomb and sees two angels inside. Then she meets Jesus. John chapter 20, 11 through 17. Cross-references Mark chapter 16, verse 9. Perfect picture of the Ark of the Covenant with the two angels sitting on either side. Jesus is the true bread from heaven, manna. He is the word made flesh, the Ten Commandments. And he had the spirit without measure, Aaron's rod, which budded almonds. With his own blood upon him, he is the perfect picture of the mercy seat between the cherubim. Mary Magdalene returns to inform the disciples that Jesus is risen. John chapter 20 verse 18 and cross references Mark chapter 16 verse 10. Mary is told to tell the disciples that Jesus had risen and must ascend to his father and their father, his God and their God. Mary is the first to see the risen Lord Jesus Christ. Mary is the one to carry the good news back to an unbelieving group of men. Mary and Salome meet Jesus and are directed to tell his brethren to go to Galilee. Matthew 28, 9-10. Jesus meets Mary and Salome. They are allowed to touch him at this time. This gives us the indication that there was a space of time between when he had seen Mary Magdalene and these two. He encouraged those women to go and tell his disciples and to not fear. Their fear is what kept them from going to them in the first place. Jesus assures and comforts them. The disciples have now had reports of the resurrection from three sources, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and the women from Galilee, Mary, the mother of James and Salome, but they do not believe the report. Peter goes back to the tomb, though. Luke twenty four twelve. <clears throat> it may be at this visit when Peter sees Jesus, I don't know. Luke twenty four thirty four, First 1 Corinthians 15, 5. Now, during the afternoon, Jesus appears to two disciples on the way to Emmaus, Luke 24, 13 through 35, and cross-references Mark 16, 12 through 13. At evening is the fifth day of the unleavened bread, Nisan 21. 
Their eyes are blinded to Jesus until he breaks and blesses the bread. Some believe they've seen the scars on his hands, wrists, but I believe it was the way he blessed the bread in which was the same manner he had always done. Jesus appears to the ten, Thomas being absent. Luke 23, I mean 24, 33 through 49, John 20, 19 through 23, 1 Corinthians 15, 5. The seventh day of unleavened bread. According to a Jewish rabbi who is a Masonic Jew, said the verse in John 20:19 is one of the poorest translations he has ever seen. Reason being, it says, then the same day at evening. Now, based on what you have read so far, if you have paid any attention, you would remember that the Jewish day began in the evening. This would make no sense whatsoever to any Jewish and especially a priest. So being evening, it would denote the passage to a new day. He says a better translation would be, therefore, it being evening on a certain other special day, the other Sabbath. See there. This passage is talking about a special Sabbath, the seventh day of unleavened bread. This is the day that Jesus breathes on them, and thus they are now born again. God breathed into the nostrils of Adam, made him a living soul. Jesus breathed on the disciples, and they became a living spirit. Now God could once again fully commune with man. To back this up, in Luke chapter 24, verse 36, there's another break in the Greek, and this text starts a new paragraph which means a change of venue or a passage of time it would appear after a few days they are still discussing what Cleopas and the other disciple had seen according to Jewish tradition this day is known as the day they passed enemies were swallowed by this where they passed from death unto life through the Dead Sea on dry ground as their enemies were swallowed by the sea. After this is when the disciples made the journey to Galilee, which according to Josephus the historian, it would have been a five-day journey from Jerusalem. The disciples could not have made this journey before the special Sabbath because they would have broken the commandment of God regarding the feast. And that's from Rabbi Kaveh. And he passed away, by the way. And he was from the... um. Oh, what is it called? I don't know what they're called. It was a social media site. It was called RaptureReady.com. Um, I used to go to that site many years ago when I believed in the pre-tribulation rapture and stuff. And uh, I had really gotten to know Rabbi Kavi, and I, I really loved him a lot. He passed away, though. It was really sad. Okay. Eight days later, Jesus appears to the eleven, Thomas being present. John, chapter 20. 26 through 29 cross-reference mark chapter 16 verse 14 the 11 and others see jesus on a mountain in galilee matthew 28 16 through 18 now thomas is told by jesus to thrust his hand into his side i believe when thomas did that he literally touched the heart of god by this i mean when the soldiers pierced jesus side water and blood flowed out that would not happen on the right side. It would only happen on the left, where the heart is. 
I personally believe when Thomas said this, he trembled and cried out, My Lord and my God, at least I know I would have. Seven disciples have an encounter with Jesus by the Sea of Tiberias in Galilee. John chapter 21, 1 through 23. The day that Jesus appears to these seven is an important date. It is Iyar 14, which is a special day in the feast. This day was instituted by God to Moses in Numbers chapter 9, verse 3 through 13. It was known as Pasashini, or the second Passover, for those who was unclean during the first Passover and thus could not participate. During the time of Christ, this day was celebrated with a special celebration at the Sea of Tiberias. Today, the observant Jews still celebrate this day by roasting over an open fire outdoors. On this day, Jesus redeems Peter from the lies that defiled him on the first Passover, and now he can participate with this Passover undefiled. After this, we see Peter is used in a mighty way in the power of God at Pentecost. And that came again from Rabbi Kavi from the RaptureReady.com. Jesus appears to have appears to some five hundred brethren. First Corinthians fifteen six. Jesus appears to James. First Corinthians fifteen seven. Lastly, he was seen of Paul. First Corinthians fifteen eight. We have at least five hundred and twenty plus eyewitnesses to the resurrection. Of Christ Jesus. Paul even makes the statement in 1 Corinthians that at the time he was writing that letter, the majority of those who seen Jesus were still alive. 1 Corinthians chapter, I mean, chapter 15, verse 6, after that he was seen of above 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. Now that we see the visits and the appearances of Jesus do harmonize without doubt, we begin to see what Jesus did immediately after his resurrection and why Mary Magdalene could not touch him. I'm going to break this up into two more chapters. Well, I guess we got two more chapters to go, brothers and sisters. So I do not confuse or overload with too many scriptures. I'm going to end that there and we will pick it up very soon. I love you all so very much. Keep your eyes on Jesus, brothers and sisters. Your nose in the book, which is the Word of God. And embed the Word of God upon the tablets of your hearts so you will not sin against God or be deceived. Search the Word. Go to the Father. Ask for wisdom. I love you all so very much. Bye-bye.